I always think about working in digital in the restaurant category. Your bias is to say, okay, well, like what's the next competitor doing and like how are we tracking against them? But like from a consumer perspective, they are comparing our experience to every other digital interaction that they have. And so the expectation is not just what's going on in the restaurant category. The expectation is, are you as easy to shop as Target or Amazon? Is your personalization as slick as what Spotify gives me in my daily mix every day? That's what's really cool about working in the digital space is the consumer expectation is so different because their digital lives are so much more interconnected than what their offline lives and their offline expectations look like. have needs and cravings and desires. Sometimes they all align. Like when my need for food matches my desire and craving for a spicy burrito. Although sometimes those desires can be found in the most interesting spaces, like Reddit threads. These days, across the board, but especially in the QSR space, the consumers are craving better loyalty programs and more personalized experiences in every interaction with a brand. Zip Allen recognizes that. And as the chief digital officer for Taco Bell, she's satisfying those cravings. Yes, there are spicy burritos involved, but there are also unique spins on customer loyalty programs, a new subscription service for tacos, and an app experience that makes getting those spicy burritos, or whatever you're in the mood for, a frictionless experience. We got into all that and more on this episode of Up Next in Commerce, and it was a delicious discussion. Let's jump into it. quick, I want to say thank you, thank you to our awesome sponsor, Salesforce Commerce Cloud. And I'm going to allow them to give you the inside scoop into some of the findings from their most recent State of Commerce report. Hi, this is John from Salesforce. Did you know that companies of all sizes and industries power their digital customer journeys with Commerce Cloud? Salesforce Commerce Cloud delivers B2B and B2C commerce, as well as order management around the globe. And with Commerce Cloud, you can engage with your customers anywhere and personalize interactions everywhere. Scale and innovate with ease and drive some serious growth for your business. And speaking of innovation, we recently surveyed nearly 1,400 commerce leaders and analyzed the consumer shopping and business buying behavior of more than 1 billion customers worldwide. And we uncovered emerging trends that will influence how companies can be successful and stay ahead in this ever-evolving landscape. To check out the trends we discovered, go to sfdc.co slash commerceinsights. That's sfdc.co slash commerceinsights, one word. Before we get into the episode, I would love it if you could hit subscribe and give the show a rating and review. I really want to know what you think and hear how we're doing. All right, on to the interview. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Up Next in Commerce. I'm your host, Stephanie Postles, CEO at Mission. And today, so excited, we have the one and only Zip Allen, the Chief Digital Officer for Taco Bell, joining us. Zip, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yes, I have a very special love of Taco Bell. I remember all the way back in high school, before every soccer game, I would go there to get Taco Bell, which I don't know now when I think back. I'm like, that was a little odd to eat that before a game. However, almost you know every single week I was going there, so... I was super excited when I saw that you were coming on the show today. That's awesome. A super fan. I love it. Always. Yes. So I want to hear a bit about your background. Of course, I always like to ask the guests kind of how did they, you know, where did they start out? 
I see you've worked at places like McDonald's. You were the CMO of Pizza Hut. I see you have a love for that, those kind of industries. And I just want to hear, you know, how did you actually get into that world? Sure. Um, well, I started in the restaurant industry almost 15 years ago. And um, I came straight out of business school and really was looking for an experience that would give me access to a brand that was emotional, to a category that is very needed in the world and would give me the opportunity to kind of work globally and locally in the US. And so I started out at McDonald's working on Happy Meals. It was such a fun product. I know a lot about Happy Meal toys and partnerships with movies, toy properties. And so that was kind of how I learned how to market. And uh, three years into my role at McDonald's, I took an opportunity to move overseas. I moved to Australia for three years and really fell in love with um, more of the data side of marketing and more of the consumer side of marketing. I became a much more analytical marketer, I'll say, in that three years because I was working on a brand in a completely different context. And then I moved back to the States about eight years ago um, and worked on a project around customizing the McDonald's experience. And it turns out the way that you customize a restaurant experience is digital. And I worked on the kiosk project there and it really got me excited about what digital could do way back in 2015. And that's when I took the opportunity to move over to Yum! Pizza as a category has been much further ahead than the rest of the restaurant industry on the digital transformation. And so I learned how to be a digital marketer at Pizza Hut. And almost three years ago, I moved over to Taco Bell And it's been a thrill to lead the digital transformation of a brand as beloved and as distinct and as disruptive as the Taco Bell brand. So that's a little bit of my story. Cool. So then when you were joining Taco Bell, what was the draw and what did you want maybe your first 60 days to look like there? Like what were your big plans? I mean, Taco Bell is, it's a brand that is beyond, you know, the restaurant category. It shows up in culture in so many different ways. And so really in my first 60 days, I was just learning the Taco Bell brand and what drives the fandom of the brand and really getting to know the consumer. And then from that point, really understanding, okay, well, how do you take the magic and the fandom and the passion um, that our fans have for the brand and how do you manifest that through all of the different touch points um, and really give our fans a uniquely Taco Bell experience, no matter how and where they want to interact with the brand. Got it. So I want to hear, I want to dig a bit more into like, how do you get to know your consumers or how did you go about exploring that? Because I saw a couple interesting methods. One was like looking at a Reddit thread potentially where there was a bunch of online uh, or let's see, fast food people there who were like super excited about like maybe a rewards program or something. And then I heard you guys potentially built one off of that. And you can tell me if I got that completely wrong, but I was like, so smart going to Reddit where everyone is. And that's where like your most avid fans probably could be. And so I wanted to hear like, how did you actually go about figuring out, you know, who your customer was and what they were really passionate about? Yeah. I mean, we do it in a a few different ways. We have an amazing consumer insights team that really is like 
with our consumers qualitatively, understanding their relationship with food, the relationship with the brand, their relationship with our digital channels. But then you're right. You know, the Taco Bell cult, we call it, um, and our cult fandom, they live on Reddit. They live on Twitter. Yeah. We have this amazing tweet from this customer. I think it was in 2019. And he was like, I visited Taco Bell like a hundred and something times in a year. Wow. And he had like lined up all of his receipts and taken a picture. And he was like, Kenya boy, get a loyalty <laughs> program. And it was great. So, You're like, yes. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, yeah, we could do that. So a year and a half ago, we launched Taco Bell Rewards, really in response to what our fans were looking for was a way to feel appreciated um, and understood by the brand for their loyalty. And Taco Bell Rewards is much more than, you know, a program that gives you points and you earn free food. That's like an awesome part of the program. But really, Taco Bell Rewards is now a lifestyle. So a year and a half into the program we've started to do some really fun things with it. For example, if you're a Taco Bell Rewards member, you get early access to all of the fun and delicious limited time only products that our food innovation team comes up with. And so grilled cheese burrito, when it came out, quesalupa, when it came back, who knows next year, there might be some like really big fan favorites coming back. And we give our loyalty members early access to those products because we know that's what they crave. For Friendsgiving this year, that's a big kind of social event for Taco Bell. Uh, We gave our top tier loyalty members the opportunity to get a curated chef prepared Friendsgiving box to be able to share with their friends. And so It's both about like giving our fans what they want, but then also giving them access to the brand in new and different ways. That's awesome. Were there any surprises when you were digging into the data and trying to figure out, you know, who they were and what they wanted? Any surprises around, you know, the types of desires or the types of customers were there that maybe, you know, Taco Bell didn't really know about before you joined? I think, you know, a little bit surprising to me was um, just how loyal some of our fans are. What I love about um, digital in general and with something like a loyalty program is we get to understand the nuance of the relationship each of our customers have individually with the brand. And so everything from, okay, we have one customer, she has visited us, um, we call her Veggie Vicky. She's visited us 639 times in a year. That's 12 times a week, which is awesome. She's a super loyal fan. She's your girl. (laughs) She orders vegetarian every single time. And so, you know, Taco Bell has a lot of variety on our menu and vegetarians do use Taco Bell to fit their lifestyle. And so super interesting to be able to understand that about her and then customize and personalize her experience based on that information. So how did you go about doing that? Was it within an app or how did you think about giving her the perfect experience? Yeah. So it's everything from like, how do we message to her? So like when we have new vegetarian items coming out, like our um, cantina crispy melt taco that was in market a couple of months ago, we offered that in a black bean flavor. And so it's everything from like just showing her the black bean version of that product and not showing her the beef version of the product to uh, really curating a menu experience for her where we've got this veggie cravings um, 
section of the menu that shows up both online and offline based on, you know, the vegetarian cult at Taco Bell is actually quite large, which is awesome. Cool. So the other thing I thought was interesting when looking at the changes Taco Bell has made over the past year or so with these, you know, digital first stores and different loyalty programs, it seems like you all had already been kind of planning for this, you know, over the past couple of years. It wasn't like a quick pivot like I see a lot of other maybe fast food brands who had to where they're like, okay, now, you know, diners can't come in. We have to quickly try and figure something out. It seems like you all did it with ease and that you already had a lot of the digital initiatives already in the works. So I wanted to hear, you know, how did you stay ahead of this? Because I saw you opening, you know, a digital first store in London and New York, and I was already part of the product roadmap. It definitely didn't seem like a quick pivot. So how have you all been planning this? I mean, for how long? You guys seem pretty ahead. <laughs> well, I think what's so exciting about Taco Bell is we do like to be ahead. We do like to understand what's going on in culture or where the customer is going, where our fans are going. But also we like to be innovative and we also we can come together and pivot really quickly. So if you think about the last year and a half, our category got completely disrupted in the way that consumers could access brands and the ways that consumers wanted to shop brands. And so we had a lot of the foundational pieces in place. We already had an app. We already had relationships with um, some of the delivery providers. We were able to partner with even more delivery providers. We had designs in place for um, contactless and digital first experiences. And so you see new assets like our Times Square restaurant is completely digital. I want to go see that. That looked awesome. It is super cool. <laughs> Doesn't the taco go in like a lit up window when it's done? You can see. Yeah, we have these like awesome cubbies and then you put in a code and your food gets, it's like a completely contactless experience for those that want it. We have the Defy restaurant, which uh, one of our franchisees is building up in Minneapolis. It's an elevated kitchen and then the drive through is underneath. Oh, cool. And so the technology behind that um, is really cool and it's, multiple drive-through lanes. I think it's got four drive-through lanes. What's really fun about the Taco Bell brand is we are always creating. We are always ideating. That is one of our values um, as an organization is we always want to innovate and we always want to create. And so I think that was part of what helped us really navigate really, really well in the last year and a half. Yeah, that's great. So what are you all working on now then? I want to kind of hear, you know, what you're looking into your crystal ball and you're like, I'm planning this for the next five years. What, what are you guys trying to get ahead on? Well, I, I mean, I think I'd answer that in a couple of different ways. One, uh, really understanding what's going on with the customer journey end to end and really getting deep on insights and friction points within the customer journey. And so, you know, that pickup experience, which I call like the all important moment of truth. Um, a lot of our asset development, the Defy asset, our Go Mobile assets that are mobile first and have the like mobile speed lane for you to pick up if you've ordered ahead. That is all trying to take out friction, that moment of truth when the customer, the team member, and the food all have to be in the same place at the same time in like this super quick exchange. But then there's also like fun parts of the journey where we can like apply a ton of marketing creativity. And like triggering a craving for Taco Bell. And um, by the time this podcast airs, we will be launching this amazing product. It's probably the product that I'm potentially most excited about in my whole entire career. Wow. It's called Taco Lovers Pass. And it's a completely new way to buy tacos. It's a subscription product. 
And we tested it in Tucson, Arizona this year for the past few months, we've been testing it and we've been really excited by what we've seen. And so what it is, is you pay $10 a month upfront. And once you pay that $10, you get access to this secret menu in the app. And when you get into that secret menu, you can redeem a free taco a day for 30 days. And it's all of our iconic tacos. It's for $10. For $10. It's awesome. It's the Doritos Locos tacos. It's the spicy potato soft taco, my favorite. It's our classic crunchy taco. It's a soft taco. And so it's this menu of our seven core tacos that um, really highlight the variety and give our customers a way to keep coming back to Taco Bell and to choose us more often. Okay. So what was the driving force when thinking about a subscription program. I haven't really heard of many other QSRs doing this. So like when thinking about, we want a subscription program for tacos and we're going to give them way more tacos than, you know, at the probably cost of, you know, what they would pay otherwise. What were some of the motivations behind that program? Like, what are you looking to do other than of course, you know, have a fun customer journey and more experiences and more ways to get in front of them. Like, I want to hear the conversations behind the scenes of how you all were discussing this program. Yeah, I think like, a couple of really inspiration points for this product. One, the consumer. And just like, if you think about the beginning of the customer journey, it's like, oh my gosh, there's so many restaurant choices out there. How am I actually going to choose? And so having something really distinct and disruptive and making it easy to just like push the button for a free taco was part of it. Mm -hmm. The other thing is in our lives, subscriptions have become just part of the way that we shop in almost every other category. And so we kind of started with asking ourselves, why not? Why couldn't you do a subscription for tacos? Why? I mean, you have a subscription for Spotify, you have a subscription for Netflix, like Hulu, whatever. Why not? And so kind of the combination of those two things were where the idea was born. And we had played with like a lot of different iterations of it. And we're really pleased with where we netted out and how it tested. It's really exciting. That's fun. So then thinking back to the app, you have the subscription program. What else is inside your app to keep customers engaged and coming back for more? Like how else are you building out that experience? Yeah. So our app is really about ease and convenience on the ordering experience. And so we want to make sure that we're being really respectful of, you know, when a customer comes to the app, they are in a shopping occasion. And so we don't really want to get in the way of that. But really the center of our loyalty program is in the app. Yes, you can earn points offline and through the drive-through, et cetera. But the loyalty program is in the app. And so the challenges have been really fun for us. The other thing that we're starting to play with is um, just other engagement mechanisms in the app. And so there'll be some fun stuff coming in 2022 with that. That's cool. Okay. What kind of challenges would I expect within the app? Like, what are you having me do? (laughs) Well, uh, maybe we'll ask you to visit us for breakfast and you can get bonus points, or maybe we'll ask you to come a few days in a row. It's really trying to disrupt your um, purchase cycle, but then also help round out your experience with Taco Bell. Um, You know, if you're, if you're a bean burrito fan, uh, we have awesome burritos in the morning. (laughs) And so like, why not come uh, in the morning uh, to Taco Bell? Or if you're a late night user, how do, how do we make that a little bit more fun for you with um, some 
specific offers and challenges. There's a stereotype of the average American worker whose life goes something like this. Go to work, come home, consume some kind of entertainment, go to sleep, lather, rinse, repeat. If you're listening to this ad, then I know that that life does not resonate with you. For the truly disruptive business leader, work doesn't stay at the office, and unwinding doesn't mean watching TV at night every single night. This is why we've created Mission Daily, a podcast that discusses the trends, habits, and ideas that thoughtful business people are contemplating every day. From quirky business opportunities to interesting investment ideas to the latest research in health and exercise and alternative medicine and maybe even plant medicine. Who knows where we're going to go, but Mission Daily covers it all. We're releasing new episodes every weekday. So join me, Stephanie Postles, and my co-host, Albert Chow, as we discuss the subjects, thoughts, and trends that business leaders think about but don't talk about. Publicly, that is. Break the status quo. Tune into Mission Daily wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you there. I'm imagining the data that goes into all of that is intense. I mean, what did that effort look like to consolidate it all and have, you know, everything talking to each other? I mean, thinking about, okay, this person always buys, you know, when they do buy, it's at noon, and now we're going to have something to try and get them to buy at 9 a.m. instead. That sounds like a big, hefty project that I'm sure was not fully in place, you know, a couple of years ago. What did it look like getting all that organized and all the systems talking to each other? Yeah, I mean, we have an amazing technology team. And I think like the marketing technology stack and like what I would call like everything like underneath the waterline of the experience um, is very technical and has been a journey that, you know, we're, we're good. Um, we still have more to go to get to the level of personalization that we um, aim to achieve. And so that is a space that I feel like is rapidly evolving. But I think at the end of the day, it is about, okay, what are the technologies and what are the connection points that we need to have in place to really, again, going back to that customer journey, connect all the dots for the customer so that they feel understood, appreciated, and in charge of their experience in every step of the journey. Are there any technologies that you all are experimenting with right now? I know we were talking to a couple companies throughout the past couple episodes and they're like, we're experimenting with blockchain and we're giving away free crypto you know, in exchange for a burger. And it was very interesting hearing about these different efforts. They were working on NFTs. And is there anything, you know, big, big ideas or, you know, uh, moonshot pieces of tech that you're like, we're going to try this out and it could be a big failure or it could be the biggest thing ever? I mean, I think for us, subscription, yes, we've done a test in 17 restaurants in Tucson, and we're really pleased with the results. But taking that to a national audience in the US and seeing what happens and the nuance of how customers behave, that is something that could go really well for the brand and the consumer. Or it could be something that's like, oh, wait a minute, we like maybe <laughs> moved a little bit too aggressively um, against it. I think. Uh, what I'm most excited about for it is like, not just for our fans, but also it, if it works, it could be, you know, a platform that uh, really has more tentacles beyond just a taco subscription for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what feels fun about, you know, this year and the upcoming years, it feels like a lot of companies are willing to experiment maybe in ways that they wouldn't have before because it's like it's a whole different playing field now. Like the customers are different, expectations are different, what they're looking for and where they want to buy from is different. So it feels like the next couple of years are going to be full of a lot of new experiments that could change the game when it comes to buying patterns and consumer habits and whatnot. 
Yeah. I mean, I always think about, you know, working in digital in the restaurant category, like your bias is to say, okay, well, like what's the next competitor doing and like, how are we tracking against them? But like from a consumer perspective, they are comparing our experience to every other digital interaction that they have. Yeah. And so the expectation is not just what's going on in the restaurant category. The expectation is, are you as easy to shop as Target or Amazon? Mm -hmm. Is your personalization as slick as what Spotify gives me in my daily mix every day? Yeah. That's what's really cool about working in the digital space is the consumer expectation is so different um, because their digital lives are so much more interconnected than, you know, what their offline lives and their offline expectations look like. Yeah. Well, that brings me to thinking about, are there other industries that you're looking to sometimes for maybe some learnings? I mean, we've had quite a few CEOs on one of our other podcasts called Business X Factors. Many of them mentioned that where, you know, they're maybe like, I'm in I don't know, we'll say like the drone business, but I love looking at, you know, farming and airlines. And then like, I mean, they picked out also some random industries and they're like, we find some key learnings and it might not be about how to build a drone, but maybe it's around how to set a good culture or how to, you know, think about budgeting in this area. And it's interesting hearing, you know, how they look completely outside of their industry for ideas and innovation. Do you feel like you all are constantly doing that to keep up with those consumer expectations? Oh, completely. We have this internal... Slack channel and it's called the Jetsons. <laughs> Ooh, I like it already. And it's literally, it's where we like put inspiration on like cool experiences that we've had that we, you know, might have some learning that we can apply to Taco Bell and our experience. And so everything from like, like I look at the retail industry quite a bit. Like I, I have like a little bit of a customer experience crush on Target. <laughs> I think their experience is like incredibly integrated. The way that they use digital across the journey is just like, it is so impressive. But even just like, like TikTok is really interesting to me as an inspiration space. And this idea of like being a platform for creators, our fans love to create with our brand. They create art, they create songs, they get tattoos. And so like, that to me is like a really interesting territory, but um, we are constantly looking across category for inspiration kind of across the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I think like I listen to a podcast about something completely outside of my range of thinking, that's when I'm like, oh, how could I apply that? Like just the other day, what was it? I was learning about basically doing manufacturing in space and how oh, cool. this company is making a whole point of like, why do you need to manufacture maybe these like maybe a little bit risky things on earth and use our resources here. And like, if you go in space and you don't have gravity, apparently it works way better. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's a different way of thinking. But then once you start thinking that way, you start seeing different opportunities everywhere of like, wait, Absolutely. why don't you put that in space? Why don't you do this differently? <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting how things like that can open your mind if you just get way outside your comfort zone and start learning about things that are not even, you know, for maybe your current company. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Are you able to look within other brands within Yum! brands? Because I mean, there's a lot of companies within Yum! brands. And I was listening to a couple of interviews with Yum! CEO, but he was super bullish on Taco Bell. Like he was just talking about Taco Bell the whole time. (laughs) But then I started looking at all the other brands, you know, within Yum! brands. And I was like, oh, there's a lot there. How often are you all able to maybe share best practices or, you know, check in with, I don't know, 
uh, Pizza Hut or KFC and be like, what are you all doing? What's engaging your customers? Or is it kind of like strict lines? Like you do your thing, we do ours. Well, I mean, I came from Pizza Hut. I started at yeah. Pizza Hut in Young Brands. So you're like, I already know. <laughs> what is really helpful about being a part of the Young family and being part of an organization that has burgers through Habit, tacos through Taco Bell, chicken through KFC and pizza through Pizza Hut is we do get to share, okay, well, what's driving relevance? What are we seeing on like ease perception change from the consumer? But I think what is also great is that the distinctiveness of the brands um, is unique to each brand. And so we will definitely collaborate and share. And there's um, there's a lot in the technology space that um, we think are opportunities for us to get closer as brands and leverage the power of all four brands. But it is definitely a awesome kind of internal sparring team that you can, you know, call up an expert or call up a friend to really think through a common problem or a common opportunity that we're all seeing. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Are there any things that you tried and maybe brought over to Taco Bell that worked really well? We were like, we would have never tried that with our customers, but this was a great, you know, a great test or a great marketing campaign. You know, pizza in the restaurant category has been much further ahead on digital and, you know, customers kind of made that jump in pizza sort of 20 years before what I would call like traditional drive-through QSR. And so a lot of the initiatives like loyalty, for example, we launched that while I was head of marketing at Pizza Hut. And so that was, um, there were a lot of learnings from that program that, you know, we could apply to the Taco Bell model. Um, also tweaks, depending on, you know, based on how distinct the Taco Bell brand is. That's just one example of like, hey, we've done it before. We kind of have a formula. How do we apply it over here? Yeah, it seems like now is like the perfect time for epic loyalty programs. I think about you know, 10 years ago, we didn't have the technologies and the way to really access our customer like we do now. And I'm like, man, how did they even work back then? I don't even know. I mean, when I think about some of them, I'm like, the fact that they even got a hold of me is impressive. (laughs) Probably through the mail. (laughs) Yeah, it was. That's why I'm like, wait, you know my address? Wow, what do I do with this paper? Oh, I lost it. So it just seems like now is like the perfect time to get involved and really build an epic program and take all those learnings and then add technology and adjust. And yeah, it's super exciting. Yeah. And I think beyond the program though, like it is about a lifestyle with the brand. And, you know, I get really passionate about, you know, to me, the perfect customer experience is a customer experience that is unique and tailored to every individual user and to every individual customer and the relationship that they have with the brand and being able to meet them where they are, however, and wherever they want to interact with you. And so I think that loyalty is like the thread that goes through that. And it's not just about a program. It's about making sure that the customer feels appreciated, understood, and known by the brand, no matter where they interact. Mm -hmm. So when thinking about local now, because I'm like, there's Taco Bells everywhere. And if I'm in, you know, Seattle, I probably want a different experience than if I'm in I don't know, Maryland, where I'm from. So how do you think about building, you know, custom experiences based off where someone is? Do they want different things? Or are you kind of right now just testing out like same programs for doesn't matter where you are in the US and then experimenting after that? Yeah, I mean, I think the idea of local and audiences is super interesting. And so we're much more 
experimenting with what I would call like audiences and segments. And so much more behavioral on the consumer. I think that's where, you know, our really strong partnership with our franchisees comes into play where, you know, in the future, we want to make sure that we are enabling, you know, what they want to do locally um, to drive their businesses and to meet the needs of their customers. I think the other thing where local plays into the experience is in thinking through um, what we can do with the restaurant merchandising. It's like a less sexy part of my job. Um, But that drive-through experience and when the customer does want to pull up and order the more traditional way, how are we leveraging technology? How are we leveraging personalization and localization um, to help make that a more relevant experience? And so things like, you know, what's popular in the restaurant, what's trending in that restaurant are really fun uh, things that we're starting to experiment with our digital menu board platforms. Oh, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I could see like salads showing up in a very health conscious area and <laughs> being like, wait, no one else wants salads except for this one city, just throw them salads all day. But I mean, it's it's cool thinking about how to kind of create that. Like you still stick with the brand. The franchises have to stick with, you know, the company wide brand and, you know, within the rules, I guess, that were given to them, but then also how to create like a decentralized model where they can kind of have, you know, experiments within constraints, but yeah, giving them the freedom to experiment a bit because they probably know, I guess, the customers and the local level, you know, activities best. And how do you let them kind of run with that as a cool thought process? Yeah. All right. So my last question I want to hear from you is what are you most excited about over maybe the next one to two years? What are you working on right now that you're most passionate about outside of the subscription program, which I already know your passion for that one. So what else? I think it's this idea that like, if you think about a customer experience, the customer experience is only as good as the experience that you're giving for the team members of the frontline worker that has to actually like make that experience come to life. And so this idea of connecting those two things with the customer data and with some of the investments and in technology that we're making into our restaurants, that gets me incredibly excited. Because not only can digital platforms and this new way of interacting with the brand impact customers, it can also impact our team members and our frontline workers in ways that are going to improve their lives, improve their jobs, and improve their ability to give great customer service to our guests. And to me, that is super magical. And we are going to be a $20 billion brand with 10,000 restaurants. And so the growth trajectory and having the customer and team member experience as the backbone that is digitally enabled across both sides of the experience, that gets me really excited. Yeah, I love that. It's awesome. Okay, let's shift over to the lightning round. The lightning round is brought to you by Salesforce Commerce Cloud. This is where I ask you a question and you have a minute or less to answer. Are you ready, Zip? I am ready. (laughs) All right. What's your go-to order at Taco Bell? Oh, cheesy gordita crunch with a Doritos Locos taco shell instead of a regular shell. Try it. I promise you'll love it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I will have to try that next. What's up next on your reading list? Oh, I am reading a book on Ruth Bader Ginsburg right now. And I just started it uh, actually last night. And I think she's fascinating yeah, and very inspiring. Cool. What's a piece of advice you were given that you always think about from day to day? So a saying that my dad had is, there's no such thing as I can't. And I think that, 
you know, when you are faced with challenges or you're faced with the impossible, that belief that when you have a will, like there is a way to figure out how to get around any obstacle that has helped me so many times in my life and my career. Yep. That's a good one. Thanks, dad. (laughs) All right. And last one, what's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for you? It can be work or personal, whatever comes to mind. Gosh, the nicest thing anyone has ever done for me. I'm going to brag on Yum as a company for a second. Uh, You know, my move to Taco Bell had definitely, you know, business need. And um, it's been a super fun ride for the last few years leading the digital transformation of the brand. But I actually am from California and I needed to move back for personal reasons. My mom was sick and she's not anymore. She's better. Um, But I needed to be closer to her and Yum made that happen for me. And that is one of the nicest things that anyone has ever done for me. Wow. That's great. Go Yum. (laughs) On that note, Zip, thank you so much for taking the time today and joining us and telling us all the cool things happening at Taco Bell. Where can people find the subscription program and learn more about you? You can find the Taco Lovers Pass subscription on the Taco Bell app starting January 6th, and it'll be live by the time this airs. And uh, you can find me on at It's Zip Allen on Instagram. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, listeners. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time. Thank you for checking out another epic hour of business insights and inspiration on the Up Next in Commerce podcast. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in partnering with us to bring your brand to a growing audience of e-commerce experts, reach out to me at stephanie at mission.org to get the conversation started.